possibilities. The Palace Theatre, your palace, your place. And good morning, everybody. Good Friday morning. I cannot believe the weekend is here already. It seems like the week flies by when you're having a good time at the Palace Theater. I'm your host, Sherry Marcucci, and so happy to bring you this program, the first and third Friday morning of every month, Your Palace, Your Place, produced by the Palace Theater, right here in beautiful Waterbury, Connecticut, if you're listening online. Uh, We are a magnificent 2,600-seat theater that will blow you away the first time you walk through the doors. So we have lots to cover this morning. So much going on this weekend that we're involved with, but I do want to introduce, before I get into all of it, my co-host today is... (laughs) <laughs> our gregarious and uh, bon vivant bon CEO vivant. of the Palace Theater, Frank Tavera. Well, thank you very much, Sherry, for having me here. It's nice to be on the air. And I was singing our jingle as you were um, chatting before. It so, is yeah. catchy. It's it catchy, catchy and corny, too. but people remember it's it. It's not corny. So yeah. That's what it's all <laughs> yeah. about, right, with a jingle? Yeah. Yeah. You should see and my choreographed <laughs> dance moves. They're awesome. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks for getting up. I know you've been up long. We we both have a um, the, our whole staff, actually, at the Palace this weekend is just buzz and we've got lots going on we have actually we have a show opening our first <laughs> webster broadway series show yep gentleman's guide to love and murder when i was on my way here the trucks are pulling in you can see the soundage right on the um I on the track it's exciting the stage crew was all a buzz getting the um the show in um in order open tonight at eight o'clock a gentleman's guide for love and murder originated in hartford at the hartford stage so yeah, it's nice yeah. that we have a connecticut show that you're born and raised here in connecticut making it's, you know, kind of debut in Waterbury. We're excited about seeing it this year. It's our first show, Webster Broadway series. Couldn't be happier. And the nice thing is, it's the, the collegial atmosphere I love about the theater um, because we actually have folks from Hartford Stage coming down tonight to see the opening um, night perfor- night's performance. Um, Mike Stotts, the managing director, and some of their board members. And I, I think that's so important for um, all of us to work together in the arts community. Absolutely. When you look at someone like a Hartford Stage, I mean, they really are a feeder pool in many ways to the shows that we have at the Palace Theater. They originated it. They started the program. It went from the Hartford stage to becoming a Tony Award winning production regionally. Then it went into Broadway, became a Tony Award winning production, and now it's on tours, hitting the market. So to watch that kind of the evolution of a show of that um, caliber, and then to be able to benefit of it and celebrate with the people who originated Absolutely. it in our building tonight, that's going to be great. It'd be great to have Michael and some of the board members in our building. Absolutely. And, and today's a big day. Um, in um, in well Greater Water Bay, but we have the Business Women's Forum taking place today at the Aqua Turf, um, put on by the Business Women's uh, Forum uh, Board, and that's a kind of subsidiary, I guess, of the <laughs> Waterbury Regional Chamber. So that's we'll actually be out there this afternoon because the Palace Theater is a reception sponsor. And guess what? We'll be talking about and displaying. It's all <laughs> about the, Phantom, yeah, exactly. the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, it opens in what. Uh, just about four weeks from now. Um, we're here for the two-week um, performances uh, over the Thanksgiving weekend. Ticket sales, of course, are doing really well, but it's going to be exciting to continue to promote that. You'll be doing your job today at Business Women's oh, Forum. Oh, I will be I'll working be, it. I'll be thinking of you. <laughs> Actually, I'll be working it all weekend because also we have this weekend, we'll be um, having big presence at the um, uh, Women's Expo taking place at the Hartford Convention Center. So I'll be up there all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Um, then uh, we're going to be having a little presence at the Glebe House in Woodbury. He's doing a haunted graveyard uh, event tomorrow 
evening. So there's some surprises in store there. Sherry is uh, all over the place this weekend. That we're, yeah. that we're uh, we've got up our sleeve, yeah. and I mean, and then what else? There's so many things. Oh, and I do want to give a shout out to our friends at the Waterbury Symphony Orchestra. I got a fun email yesterday from Kathleen Fultz. Funny, she goes. You, your phantom is all over the place. I feel well. They're also got a phantom uh, performance. They, the Waterbury Symphony Orchestra, is um, going to be performing to, along with the uh, silent movie. Phantom of the Opera that starred Lon Chaney. Um, so they're performing that next Sunday at um, Naugatuck Valley in the uh, performance space there, Naugatuck Valley Community College at 3 o'clock Sunday the 29th. So it's a different take on Phantom, but I love that there's synergy. I love that you know something so classic has so many different visions to it. And so I would encourage you if you love the whole Phantom Story. There's many opportunities to. Well, and not uh, see. even if you if you've never seen it, it'd be great to see the silent film yes, and Lon Chaney. Yes. Listen to the original orchestration of that um, production. Kind of experience that, and then to watch the transformation that you have with an Andrew Lloyd Webber, Karen yes. McIntosh, which is in more Broadway and more sweeping in his yes. um, in his presentation. It'd be interesting to do, like do a compare and contrast. Yeah, and you can host a session to have that conversation <laughs> in, oh, your free, you. in your free and in time. The, in the middle of that, read the book. I guess. Yes, and, we're, and you're yeah. all set. You're all phantomized. That that's my new take on things. So, oh, oh and I do want to. I do want to mention. I thought, you know, I was reading the paper. Actually, I got to read the the front page of the Republican American this morning. And two uh, of our friends are noted in letters to the editor. Um, Cian Marino, which is one of our entrees and encores restaurant partners. Yep. Um, actually, a woman dying there lost her. Uh, I'm not sure if it was her wallet, but a packet of money. Mm-hmm. I believe. And lo and behold, she called the restaurant and their wait staff had seen it, gave it to management. And, you know, she got uh, reunited with her with her money. And I just think that was so nice that she wrote. uh, And I can say her name because she signed it. Linda Acousti of Watertown. And, you know, she mentioned Sonny, who's the maitre d' extraordinaire. And we love everybody um, at the at the San Marino and Tony Dealey and his staff who also experienced a loss recently of their one of their weights staff and had a fundraiser this week that we actually gave tickets uh, to to help that. But also one of the other restaurant partners and perhaps others, I'm not sure, but I know that um, Vasi was involved in that as well, helping raise dollars for the young woman's family. So tragic. Young mom. So You have great um, partners in our restaurant. um, Yeah, great people. And then another letter letter to the editor with a shout out to actually one of our guests today. Uh, Who could it be? Uh, the institution, anyway, Mattituck Museum. One of our guests is not the museum yeah. itself, but it's executive director Bob Burns. But um, And again, um, giving accolades to Susie Feda, uh, who was helpful to a patron who was looking for some archival material. And, and just, I just love the fact that you know people acknowledge when somebody does a good job because you know, today sometimes that's not always the norm. (laughs) I thought it was fake news at first, but I guess it's not. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, so, but the reason I have Frank here with us today, more than just that he's a charming co-host, of course. There's that. (laughs) 
adds to the ambience. But and of course, he's the boss, so you know we got to give him ear time. Yeah. And she, I make her do this once in a yeah. while. Um, anyway, but no, Frank, we're 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 once again um, having a segment of uh, at the table with Frank, and this year it's Frank and friends or Frank and company, uh, Frank and further. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was from the producers. Yeah, yeah. No, wrong, yeah, wrong, wrong, show. Show. wrong show. But anyway, Frank and friends, because we thought, wouldn't it be fun to have some of the people that support the palace come on, dine with yeah. you for lunch? And so actually, we're going to hear that segment, which takes place at um, La Tavola. But before that, I do want I do want to make mention of all of our restaurant partners. And if you're coming to see any of the shows this year at the palace, if you're dining and looking still, if you're coming to the show this evening or this weekend, haven't made restaurant plans. And certainly if you are coming to see Phantom of the Opera, I'm going to tell you, don't wait till day of. You need to make your reservations well in advance at one of our dining partners. And they are Diorio, La Tavola, who we'll hear more from today, Moho, uh, Latino Cuisine, Nino's, Palace Grill, San Marino, Spartan, Vasi's, and Verdi. And we really encourage you to support these um, wonderful restaurants. Again, if you're it's dinner in a show, why not just have the experience with one of the partners who not only work with us and support our endeavors and are so generous in many ways to the community, uh, but also their food is fabulous. Absolutely, and I think you couldn't be more right about making early reservations because yeah. we know the demand is going to be there. We want everyone to make it to the show on time, uh, but we also want everyone to have a good, calm experience. So, calling in advance any of our partners, letting them know you're going to the show, and kind of experiencing the best of their service when just before you get to the theater, we recommend it highly. And I think they um, they're great partners and they do such a phenomenal job. It's, it's it's great to have them in the community, kind of supporting what we do here as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So right now, we're going to um, let you hear the segment, uh, Frank and Friends. And this week's guest is Susan Lane from the Hoffman Auto Group. So we're here for our popular segment, At the Table with Frank. And this year, we've changed it up just a tad. And we're calling it At the Table with Frank and Guests. So before Frank introduces his guests, I'd like to introduce our host for this segment today. We're here at La Tavola Restaurant on Highland Avenue in Waterbury with chef extraordinaire Nick Nicola Mancini. Hi, how are you? Today. We're great. We're great. Thank you again. And his uh, partner, Patsy. Oh, I forgot your last name. Salvatore. Salvatore. Of course, I know it like I know the back of my hand. Patsy Salvatore. So thank you both. You're so gracious. You're always willing to um, be help and be a part of the palace and uh, helping people have a good night out experience. Absolutely. So Frank, why don't you take it from here and introduce our guests? Sure. Well, first of all, Nick, I know you may have to go back in the kitchen if, if um, and if you do um, you're welcome to but I'm excited we have um, one of our sponsors here at the um, Palace Theater we have Susan Lane from Hoffman Auto Group so Susan welcome aboard thank you it's thanks. great to be here great. thanks for we're at La Tavola which is great we're breaking bread at the table it's a wonderful thing and there's a lot of there's some Italians around the room so I think we'll be <laughs> we'll be eating we'll be talking we'll be um, having a good conversation so I'm excited to have everybody around here so thanks for joining us thank, thank you, you. So, so I mean as we look at the food 
I think the most important thing uh, is looking at what we're being served right now and which one of you guys wants to give a quick description of what we're going to be sampling because it looks awesome. So I'll take that. that <laughs> take the credit for it. Take it. You know, yeah, you know yeah, better yeah, than yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, today we have a, a fall beet salad with golden red beets with a fennel frisee and Granny Smith apple cider um, salad um, with a little Maytag blue cheese. Then I also prepared for you today a Brussels sprout pancetta and carrot risotto with diverse scallops seared on the top. Then we have a classic polyfino, which is straw and hay in, in American, and it's a green um, and white pasta with a cream sauce with prosciutto and peas. And then we also have our um, most popular dish, our braised veal shank with butternut squash and leeks with uh, truffle ravioli. And, and so far, so good. I mean, I've only gotten to one of this, but seasonal vegetables, I mean, are you going that's how I farm? Or? That's how I always um, entitle every season. So it's, it's all stuff that's fresh and in season and quality oriented at this time of the year. Um, we buy most of our... Uh, produce from a local farm in Litchfield called Beaver Meadow Farms. Um, she grows a lot of stuff for us. Uh, she recently just took a job at Arethuso Farms to be their um, grower. They're going to start selling uh, farm fresh vegetables from Arethuso. So she'll be moving on to that and I'm sure we'll be buying from Arethuso. That, that's great. <laughs> and your menu changes based on what's being served. Based on what's fresh and in season and in indigenous at that time of year, yes. No, everything, so far, We should just mention, of course, for those who might not know, La Tavola, Nick, you're an award-winning chef. You win all kinds of accolades, so we want to point that out. Yeah, yeah last, year, um, last year, Nick won the Connecticut Restaurant Association Best Chef of the Year Award. Well, uh, it doesn't get much better than no. that, does it? No. no. Just recently, a couple weeks ago, he won the Golden Meatball Award. From That's right, I was That's there. Right. I, and I, I, I have to say, I was there, so were you. Yeah. We're yeah. judge. They were like the bomb. They were awesome. And it, awesome. And I think Thank the you. interesting thing about that uh, was the fact that not only did you win the judge's favorite, you also won the people's favorite. That's right. So I think that, so it wasn't as if the judges were skewed or our taste buds were off, although I judge everything against my grandmother's meatball. So that means <laughs> for you to win, you, uh, you did okay. So. All right. <laughs> well, I thank my grandmother for that. Yeah. <laughs> Susan, have you had an opportunity to... To dine here? I have once before. And just because I'm learning the Waterbury community, so I did, I actually, one of our good friends um, from Power Station brought me out here awesome. to, yes. to let me sample they have some good of the taste. Yes, yeah. they do. They really do. And, Huff, and Huffman's new, relatively new to the community through Watertown. And right. talk a little bit about the kind of it, it, your, the way you're advancing your position and the agency in the, um, in sure. the community. Yeah, well, we, we purchased BMW of Watertown in October of 2015. It seems like just yesterday, but we. When we did that, it was new territory for us, so we started to get to know who some of the key players are. And of course, we were here at the Tavola, and we got to meet you at the Palace Theater and Power Station events, and many people with United Way, and just really trying to find out who, who do we want to align ourselves with, because we're very community-minded and community-driven, and uh, we want to 
to make sure that we're reaching the right people. And, and you almost have like a family kind of approach to how Hoffman is a part of the community. Right, we do because we are a family-run, owned, and operated business in the fourth generation. And as, a, as an employee, I also feel like that's my extended family. And we want our customers not only to come in and, and get the services they need, but to feel like family, feel as though they are being t well taken care of and that their experience exceeds any that they would ever go to, to have. But then we also want to get into the community and become part of that family as well. And well, the Waterbury community is very family, oh, absolutely. And I will say, just as, a, as an outsider coming in, I felt that family feel, just in meeting some of the key people to, to help me learn who is here and how can I become part of the Waterbury family and how can our dealership really get integrated. And, and, if, and if we look at both, and both of the, your businesses, that you know, Latavala is what's happening, I mean, you guys as well, you're actively involved in a lot of charitable events. We do our wine dinner together and giving back to the community. I mean, that's probably the most important thing. And that's why people support the restaurant. Go to the it's like she would just said, like United Way, we're doing tomorrow's the, the better races downtown. So we're doing United Way better races. We're having, we actually have a pizza truck, which you guys know, with the Latava pizza truck. Mm -hmm. So we'll be down there tomorrow for the Latava, you know, for the bed races with the Latava pizza truck and, and, you know, doing that event also. So it's great. You have to be involved in the community and everything you do to let people know that you're not here just to just, you know, serve them, but also give back a little bit to everybody and, and do that. Um, even Nick, a couple years ago, we, he ran the, the PAL food, the food thing for PAL, mm -hmm. teaching inner city kids how to, you know, how to cook and stuff right. like that. He did that for a few years also. So it's always something you want to try to be involved in, always try to give back to everybody, let them know that you also care, you know, for them to, to do stuff for them, not only just, you know, you want their money to have them come and eat at your restaurant. Absolutely. You know? it's, it's almost like, you know, one hand washes the other. You help each other be successful and everybody wins. That's correct. Yeah. And, and you know, and you feel that when you walk into this restaurant. Because yeah. you, you, when you walk in there, there's always somebody you know. There's kind of that feel that everyone's kind of, it is, they're engaged. And we see this all the time at the Palace, not yes. to talk about us, but when people come to the Palace Theater, there's a connection. And it's like, it's old home week. It's a little bit of a reunion. And the way they're treated, customer service is critical. Um, the way they walk through the door and the experience they have, that gets them to come back. And, you know, and that's why we work really hard to partner with businesses downtown um, and in the community just to let the, everybody know, all of our customers know that all of our businesses are really kind of working our hardest to kind of make the experience best for everyone. I think that's what we all share in common besides sharing some awesome food right now, which um, I've tried the scallops and they were off the charts. They were, they were over the size-wise of those things. Are they, <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, they're hand go for uh, their diver scallops that never have any chemical added to them. They're packed dry. So when you get a sear on them, they're a nice crispy sear on the outside. Um, they're probably the best scallops in the world. And they're, they're, they're not too far from us either. Cause they oh, come, really? They come from uh, Massachusetts, Falmouth, oh. and all, all that area. So we're, we're lucky in being in Connecticut with the freshness and quality of the products that we get. And have access to it so quickly. And we it's have very quick access, yes. Yeah. Sherry's trying. Oh my God. <laughs> the truffle ravioli. L listen, if you're listening to this, you have to come here for this. This is, I I've never had anything. Yeah, well, like I was saying, that's probably one of my most popular dishes. It's a, it's a take on a classic asabuco where we actually deconstruct the veal from the bone and save the marrow, but I eliminate all the sinew and, and fat 
and everything and, and kind of clean it up for you. And then introduce it with the truffle raviolis rather than being over uh, such a heavy risotto and everything being so rich. So I, I kind of took a classic and made it into something newer. Oh my God, it's awesome. You're bringing tears to my eyes. <laughs> And uh, speaking of tears to the eyes, I'm, Susan, I saw you pull up with your fancy little car yes. out there. It's very um, inconspicuous. I know. Nobody <laughs> knows where I am yeah. anymore. <laughs> so talk, talk about it. I mean, it's a lot, part of your partnership and what you do to the community. But right. It's um, you're definitely um, eye-catching. It is eye-catching, yeah. So when, it, when people see the Hoffman Nissan co-branded with Susan G. Coleman pink juke driving around, that would probably be me in the, uh, at the wheel. And uh, it's because our partnership with Susan Coleman is, is very meaningful to us, for me personally as a survivor, um, we've supported Coleman in many ways. This is just one more way that we've decided to co-brand. And it's not just wrapping a car, because yeah, we can do that. And it does get our name out there. But it, again, it's helping to raise awareness of what Coleman is doing. And we're going to utilize that vehicle for a year to do specific... Oh, it's a whole year? We'll be, we'll be seeing you tooling around the car for a whole year? You will see this right. for a whole year. We're going to find strategic ways to use this, whether it be helping somebody that's coming home from the hospital that's had treatments, or you know, something where there's there's a meaning to, to what to show what we're really partnering with Coleman that's about. That's really so, nice. Yeah, and we, we've got all uh, all kinds of ideas that are coming, but that is that's just one example of what we do in the community, and uh, we, we want to touch many different lives in different ways, and that's yeah. that's one of them. I think that's so important in in today's world to show compassion when we can, as business people, as people that are serving the public. Just you know, that extra touch. I think it means so much Absolutely. to people. Absolutely, always have to reach out. And, you know, be there a little bit more for people. Let them know. You know, even like here. At the restaurant. I'm always greeting people, going to the table, saying hi to people. Let them feel like you know there's a little extra something. You can spend your money anywhere, anywhere you want. So they don't have to come to the table. They go to any other restaurant they want. So if you don't make that extra dining experience, we try to make it a little bit more special for them. They'll, they'll go somewhere else. So we try to always make it special. And, and this food is incredibly special. I think I don't think we could stress that. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of we have a lot of wonderful restaurants in Waterbury. We have our partners like La Tabla. Nick, you are an incredible chef. I just Hey. It's an art, and it's not just that you're not cooking. No. This is a true art. It's a labor of Look at the way the plates are even presented. I mean, they always say you, you eat with your eyes first. I mean, and when, right. you, when those plates are dropped off, you're like, wow, that, that looks like it's going to taste awesome. It better, and it does. <laughs> well, I, I've been sitting here listening to everything, and, and you know, it's, it's about pride. It's about success. But success doesn't mean nat naturally... Uh, Money-oriented success. It's success in communities. It's success in business. It's pride in what you do, and it's pride in the community that brings other people showing their pride. So that's why we do this. It's not just for the ultimate goal of being financially successful, which isn't bad, but it's <laughs> but it's not bad. It's not bad, but that naturally follows. Absolutely. When you put out your your true success yep. in your pride. And your best. Mm -hmm. And and you say, I, I want to present my best. And it brings everybody up. I think yeah. one of the things in one that we're all contest trying to... Or, yeah. Whether it's meatball contest, whether yes. it's uh, uh, teaching a student, I go to win all the time. I want to be my best all the time. And that's why success is rated that high for me. You know, Financially successful is good, but it's it's not why I do what I do. You want to be able to wow the people when they come in. You want them to be like, wow, I met this really, you know, really hit 
my taste buds. Yep. It really is just, you know, it's really good. It's not, it's not so much the price point. It's you want them to be like, wow, I really got a, a great meal for you know for what I yes. when I sat down. And I think we all share that. And you know, and when we look at what the, we do at the palace, when people walk through the door, we want them to walk away, even escaping for a little bit, because there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now that people just need to kind of pull away from. So if they have a positive experience, greeted nicely, have a great presentation, uh, you know, that's important. Same thing. We have a wonderful meal, warm, you know, warm inside and warm outside when you're greeted here. And with Hoffman, you look at all the dealerships that you have. Yes, you have Watertown, um, BMW, but you serve a host of clients throughout the state. It's not just we here do. locally. We do. We've got, we have nine brands and ten dealerships. We're located out here in Watertown, as well as in London, Avon, Canton Line, as well as East Hartford. And, and it's really everything that we do. Hoffman, Palace, Travel. it's about relationships. Yeah. Yes. When you build the right relationships, and I don't just mean business relationships, your customers come here because of relationships. Yeah. They've, they've come to love you and how you make them feel. And it's family, and they become family. And when we have that feeling, we keep coming back because it feels safe, it feels good, and we have something to contribute. And I know I want to support that business that I see right. doing something, not just for their own bottom line, but to help the greater good. I feel good about that then when I, when I do business with them. And I'm sure a lot of people listening would say the same thing. This has been a wonderful um, meal to share with some wonderful friends, um, Patsy and Nick and Susan, of course, and our gracious host, no. Frank Tavares, no, CEO no. of the Palace Theater. Thank you, Sharon. But no, it was, thank you for having us here. The food was awesome. We're not leaving until it's all done, just for the record. But no, this is thanks for, thanks for not only sharing the meal with us, for uh, spending some time with us, but for doing everything you do in the communities because without us working together, you know, it's our job to make Waterbury a better place, and I think we're all kind of committed to it, and without that, we'll get to a chair. Salute, Salute. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Stay right. tuned. We'll be back. Yep. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. And we are back, and I don't know about new listeners out there, but I am, my stomach's grumbling, and <laughs> I'm salivating. That was such a fabulous meal that day. And uh, thanks again to uh, both Nick Mancini and Patsy Salvatore at La Tavola for being such gracious hosts. We uh, we were well, uh, well treated, well served that day. Yeah, they, I mean, nice guys. They do a, an amazing job for what they do within the community, all the um, organizations that they support. The food was off the charts, um, and even um, and, and Susan from Hoffman as well. She was just blown away by just the quality, the product, um, the presentation. I mean, Nick's attention to detail is oh, it, it was just amazing. So we can thank them enough for doing what they do, and we encourage people to support the restaurant. So, yeah. and if you're just tuning in, this is your palace, your place, a production of the Palace Theater right here in wonderful Waterbury, Connecticut. And I'm Sherry Marcucci, your host, and joined this morning with our CEO of the Palace Theater and my. Um, congenial co-host Frank Tavera, and we're now joined by two other. Um, I, I I call the three of you the bone vivants of Waterbury wow. because <laughs> they're great storytellers, great, um, just great people in this community. And I'm talking about none other than Bob Burns, the executive director of the Mattituck Museum. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, and welcome back. This is your second appearance on uh, your Palisher Place. Thank you for having me. Oh, uh, my pleasure. Are you kidding? And, of course, the infamous... <laughs> infamous. <laughs> infamous uh, Frank Montero, recently a McDermott. And now, 
doing some consulting work, he tells me, which whoever you're doing that for, they could not pay you enough because your your insight, your your brain power alone, and just your passion and love for everything in this community is... uh, you know, boundless. So it's very, very kind. I don't know if I can get my head through the door now <laughs> as, as I'm walking out. So. And it was tough getting it in the door. <laughs> it was tough getting it in the door to begin with. But very kind. Thank you. You're very welcome. And he is joined, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put her on mic, but by his lovely wife Sandy Montero. This morning is in studio with us. So thanks for being here, Sandy, and just being a support. And we're here today. We've been talking as uh, for months and months about the up coming uh, engagement of the Phantom of the Opera coming to the Palace Theater. And as an addition to this experience, we were very fortunate and, and excited to find out that the show lends out six of the original costumes designed by the legendary, um, not only uh, costume designer for Phantom, but also the scenic designer, the late Maria Bjornsson. And they lend these costumes out, and you can uh, showcase them in whatever way your community deems that you want to do. So we thought, well, this is a no-brainer. We're going to turn to our pals over at the Mattatuck, at the Matt, and see if they're interested in hosting an exhibit. And, and we left at the chance. You left at the <laughs> chance. So, so Bob, okay, so let's start there. Um, you you left at the chance because why? Well, it's uh, this is a monumental event for our community. Um, the fact that um, the Phantom of the Opera, this new amazing production, the Phantom of the Opera, is coming to the Palace Theater and is going to be here you know, for a few weeks. Um, and here's an opportunity for us to partner with you guys again on something. Um, we have the the display space. We have the mannequins. And it's a great opportunity to have that synergy of downtown Waterbury um, arts and cultural organizations working together. So it's, you know, it's great because it brings this to our audience and tells them what's happening there. It tells your audience that there's stuff happening at the museum. So it's a, it's a wonderful synergy. And, and I think that's one of the reasons why, uh, and I'm turning to Frank Montero now, because Frank... You are the you and your wife Sandy are the sponsors of this costume exhibit, and we both organizations are very appreciative of that. But you do that because why? Why did you say yes to this? And this is your personal contribution. Yeah. So a couple of a couple of things. My you know my my wife and I our our family has been big supporters of both the museum and the palace. Um, Significant supporters uh, since we since we moved back in the area four years ago, and if you if you really think about what this could mean from a cultural aspect, it's it's great to see that the palace can get a um, class A uh, program such as the such as the Phantom to come here because if we can sustain something for two weeks, it opens up a lot of doors, not Absolutely. only for the palace but for the community. There's a whole bunch of other uh, plays that could now book here, and 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 I know the palace has made a significant investment on the capital side to prop a lot of things up so that um, it's going to be a more uh, fan enjoyable uh, experience going forward, yes. and to be able to now tie that in with the museum from a historical and a cultural aspect, bringing those costumes here. It's just it's a it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for the citizens of Waterbury Absolutely. and for the people coming here and you know to be able to be involved in that you know my as I said my wife and I and, and our family huge supporters of both organizations it was a you know it's an honor to be able to do it. 
Wow, that's thank you. Um, first of all, that's humbling to hear. And 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 you talked about this once in a lifetime opportunity. Now let's go back a little and talk to Frank Tavera and find out how how your vision many many years back now is brought this to fruition, this this production coming to Waterbury, Connecticut. Yeah, I have to tell you, when I looked at the building, the Palace Theater back in 2002, when it was kind of in its biggest state of disrepair at that point, prior to any restoration, I looked at the, um, the bones of the building, I looked at the architecture, and in my head and in my heart, I, I couldn't not wrap around the idea that having the Phantom of the Opera production in our building is probably the most fitting place for a production of that size and caliber to take place in the state of Connecticut. The venue lends itself to it. It's gorgeous. It is. Um, it has that European opera house feel, the opulence of the, the red drapery, the, um, the chandeliers, etc. You look at it and say, okay, it was as, almost as if the Phantom of the Opera was built to perform yes, at the palace. Yes, absolutely. Um, the fact that you know I had worked on the show um, years, years prior, I said, okay, this would be my not my life's mission, but I really thought, if we can make this thing happen in Waterbury, secure it in the Palace Theater, and bring a production of this size, it would really be a huge accomplishment, not only for the venue, because it's important to us, but to the community, to your point, Frank. Um, so it really was something that I had kind of my heart set on 12, 14 years ago, that this had to happen for us. Um, it's going to be an amazing new production that's out there. I think that's the exciting part as well because our building, the Palace Theater in Waterbury, is the only building that can house this new touring production. So the so uh, it was your. Let me just interject because you saw that as a as a goal, but you also knew that there needed to be some um, uh, amendments made to the stage to be able to, to accommodate. This. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So it did take a little bit of foresight in that, and it took the really the powers that be that were looking at that venue um, um, back in the early restoration phase to kind of have it all come to fruition. So this has really been you know a, you know a ways in the making. So. So to be able to get the payoff of not only bringing this quality production to our community, to be able to partner with the Mattatuck um, in this, and have people be able to touch and feel the costumes that yeah. they would otherwise just see from you know their seat someplace in the orchestra, and to be able to experience it at that even closer, more personal level, I think it, it's a great tie-in, and it's something that, to your point, Frank, the community will truly benefit from it all across the board. Absolutely, and and so to um, although we won't actually be able to touch the costumes, I don't think you'll be close. Right. Behind right. glass, yeah. uh, because they Bob, they. Bob's having a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> and so was yeah, I, because yeah. I'm saying, how yeah. am I going to tell this yeah, to yeah. the press agent? Yeah. Um, but um, we are even making this a bigger event by we're partnering on a fundraising opportunity to open the the exhibit with a, a rousing. Um, Activity. So, talk about that, Bob. It's, it's a it's really a, a spectacular opportunity to preview the exhibition before the general public will get to see it. If you join us uh, for Phantom Fest, for yes. Phantom Fest, twenty seventeen, PH. Yes, we're going to be having a wonderful um, costumes are encouraged event at the museum on Friday. The let me see twenty seventh, twenty seventh, Friday the twenty seventh uh, at the next at the Friday, next a week Friday. from tonight. 
from week today. from today. Uh, I, I think it starts at like six. Six. Six, six o'clock. o'clock. Yep. I'm glad you have the information. <laughs> <laughs> there's food. There's drink. There's going to be a um, uh, live music. There's going to be a really good time for everybody. We're having um, delicious food catered by Verbena Catering. And if you've been to anything at the Poli Club um, and actually at the Mattertuck Museum, yes. you've you've experienced the really delicious food of Verbena Catering. And so they're um, they're going to be um, stationed hors d'oeuvres and past hors d'oeuvres and and wine will be flowing freely all night long. And, and some delicious hors d'oeuvres. I'm reading this menu and um, let's see, we've got uh, what do we've got? Um, black lacquer. What do we got? Oh, hot crusted lamb medallions. What's not mm. to love? Yeah, <laughs> crispy chicken bites with maple cream, pumpkin arancini with a pomegranate glaze. Sounds so I pretty. think those are pumpkin rice balls. Yeah. Pumpkin yes. rice balls. Yum. Yes. Mm. Yum. Vegetable brochette with a Thai coconut cream. Black Black bread grilled cheese. Ooh, black bread. Ooh, I love you that. You can't even say well, it, even but say it sounds delicious. Black delicious. bread grilled cheese <laughs> and with Yarlsberg with, 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 with an Asian, Asian pear. pear. Delicious. So, so great, great food. Mm-hmm. There'll be, as you said, wines will, wines will be flowing. I think the atmosphere is going to be one of excitement and energy for those people who haven't been able to come to, um, who haven't been to the Mattituck, a great opportunity to see all the exhibits that yeah. the uh, Mattituck um, has to offer. But next Friday night from 6 to 8 at, at, at a reasonable ticket price. As a uh, reasonable ticket price. At a very reasonable ticket yeah. price. Yes. It's, can we say? We can yes, say. It's $45, $45. $45. For a great night out. It's Halloween weekend, so if you haven't made your plans, bring, you know, two, three, four, five couples and come and party with us to, to celebrate not only the opening of this great exhibit, but also the fact that, you know, this wonderful um, show is coming to Waterbury, Connecticut. We also have um, some world-class entertainment coming, and I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say Marissa Famagletti and mm. Shay Applin are going to be singing a couple of numbers actually from the show. Yep. Um, and they are superb. They are superb. And I'm just thrilled. They're wonderful, wonderful performers and just a very generous yep. couple in the community. And I want to uh, make a, a comment about Phantom. I had um, my best friend from, you know, growing up came out from, she lives in uh, Washington State, has been there for 30 years and is a theater aficionado, very sophisticated. And we had lunch two weeks ago, and she goes, the fact that the Phantom of the Opera, she grew up in Wolcott with me, is coming to Waterbury, Connecticut. I mean, that's like enormous. Do, do people realize that? And I, I, I'm like, now here's somebody who hasn't been in this community for a long, long time and recognizes the magnitude of what this means. Um, so I just throw that out. If you're, if you're still, if you're listening and you still haven't gotten your tickets and you're still like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, don't miss it. You'll be so sorry because you'll be one of those few people who missed the boat. Um, and there's some good opportunities. Could we, could we spice up that night and maybe <laughs> if, if uh, I, I love throwing Frank curveballs there. <laughs> How about... Uh, We're you, talking about the opening reception? Yeah, the, the opening night. So why don't, why don't we, if the Palace throws in two tickets for the opening night, I'll throw in a bottle of Don Perignon <laughs> and we can pick the best costume. I mean, we did such a great job at that Meatball Festival, Frank. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> that we can pick a our our combined skill sets could uh, could do that. All right, so you know what? We'll come back and we'll give all the details. I, once again, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll. I love that offer, Frank. So stay tuned to your Palisher Place. Entertaining new possibilities. 
And we are back, and Frank Montero, our <laughs> sponsor of the costume exhibit, has thrown down the gauntlet and put up a challenge, as he's wont to do, and I love it. So, Frank, give it once again to those who are listening for the first time. We're talking about the opening of the Phantom of the Opera costume exhibit, uh, opening night party at the Mattituck Museum a week from this Friday evening. Ticket price is very affordable, 4 to $5, and here's the challenge. So, so we... we we talked a little bit in the break here, and we're, we're getting kind of creative. So the, before we went in the break, we talked about a pair of tickets for opening night and a bottle of Dom Perignon. So we're going to sweeten that up a little. We're going to we're going to make this a couples thing. So it'll be it'll be a couples costume. Uh, we'll continue with the pair of tickets, the bottle of Dom Perignon. We'll throw in some chocolates from uh, from Fasha's. <laughs> We will okay. we will throw in some some roses, a dozen roses as well, which we will obviously go see Ginny O'Rourke of for that. Course. So Ginny, we hope you're listening, uh, and and we'll even throw in a limo ride to and from the show, so you can go really go in style. So and, I'll, you... and I'll talk to Peter Baker. I'll get some Crystal Rock water we can throw in this <laughs> limo as well. So 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 okay. So we have four minutes. So all you have to do is you have to attend. You have to come have to, to come, the, come to um, the opening reception, Phantom Fest. cocktail event, Phantom Fest. Fest next Friday evening at the Mattatech Museum. And to get tickets to that, 203 Extension 130. Okay. And um, so it's. Or online at mattmuseum.org. Perfect. And you just come dressed. You have to come dressed mm-hmm. to participate, to be part of this uh, challenge. Yeah. And. Um, and, you know, it, and, and a couple can go home with two tickets, chocolate, roses, a romantic evening with Dom Perignon and mm-hmm. limo ride to and from. I think that's so awesome. I don't think Plenty of free any, parking behind the museum and the, yes, and the YMCA on Park Place. And there's nothing you can do Halloween weekend where you're going to trick or treat and take home that. So <laughs> I can guarantee it. So um, we we just thank you for listening once again to your pal's your place. Our time just gets away from us when we're brainstorming here and we have so many things to talk about. I I'm I want to thank Bob Burns from the Mattertech Museum. Thank you. Frank Montero and Sandy Montero, sponsors of the costume exhibit, the Phantom of the Opera costume exhibit that will be opening next weekend and runs right through November 26th, which is the closing performance of Phantom of the Opera at the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut. And thank you, Frank Tavera, our CEO extraordinaire, for being our co-host and congenial um it's all, always, always, <laughs> always my pleasure, Cher. Thanks for having us, and thanks to the listeners. And I'm looking forward to seeing people on Friday because um, I like to, um, I like to judge. Yeah, and we've been looking status. up some costume <laughs> ideas, and boy, there are some yeah. great <laughs> costume <laughs> ideas. Exactly. <laughs> Once again, we're coming to the end of our show. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a supporter of the Palace Theater and the Mattachuk Museum and all of our, our wonderful arts and culture organizations. Not only right here in Great in Waterbury, but in Greater Waterbury and throughout the region. We support what's going on in Connecticut as well as beyond. The arts make such a difference in the quality of life for any area, and we you know, encourage you to get out this weekend and do something cultural that you love with someone you love, and I want you to stay tuned to your local news that's coming up next, and then Talk of the Town with Steve Noxon. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks again for listening. Bye-bye. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. 
Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Your palace, your place Waterbury Palace 